Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, founder of the Talk Film Society and host of several podcasts on the Talk Film Society podcast network. Here to introduce Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo, episode 5, here on the free feed on Talk Film Society. This episode was originally published over on our Patreon on September 10th, 2019. If you want to hear more episodes from this show, if you want to hear bonus episodes, commentaries, new shows, head on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety. Support us. Listen to our stuff. Enjoy us. And please enjoy this episode of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Welcome, everyone, to the most must-listen and Patreon-exclusive podcast in the Talk Film Society Podcast Network. Welcome to... Marking the Marks. Marking the Marks. With... with Marcus. And... Marcelo. Marcelo. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll get that in tune eventually. Right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> How are you doing, Marcus? I am pretty great, Marcelo. Oh, you're Marcus. You. You're Marcus. I'm Marcelo. I mean... Yeah. Do people... Not catch on to that right away when nobody introduces themselves. I mean, we we said who we are, but we we've introduced ourselves. No, but no, did we? I'm almost certain we have. I am Marcus Irving. Okay, you're Marcus. I'm Marcelo Pico, and we watch wrestling on this show. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the hook. This episode is NXT UK Takeover Colon Cardiff. Mm. Is Cardiff a place? Oh, it says here, it, Cardiff is in Wales. Is that right? Yes. I, I, I was wondering that myself. I don't actually know. It is a place, because I watched this pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it, uh, and they mentioned Cardiff, the place. It's in Wales. The commentators, or at least one commentator, is making fun of Wales, the place. So mm. I'm sure we'll get into it. We'll get into the UK and Ireland and everything that's happening over there. Your own personal feelings of Wales. Yes, my own personal feelings. I'm sure of Wales. you have a bunch. I mean, uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to my top ten things I hate about Wales list at the end <laughs> of the show. Anyway, yes, that's what's that's what's coming up. But before that, hey, uh, catching up. Hey, <clears throat> I know you have some news. I know you have some updates in the world of wrestling, uh, whether it be WWE. Uh, or AEW. Those are the only two. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, NXT is under the umbrella of WWE. So uh, they're like they're all, they're like Disney. They're like the Disney of wrestling. Has anybody made that comparison, Marcus? Not that I've seen, Marcel. You're a trailblazer. Oh wow, yeah. Because they have all these brands. They have NXT. I mean, they they gobble up other wrestling uh, companies. So yeah, they're the Disney of wrestling. Yeah. That's very true. Vince McMahon is like Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah. in, in every way possible. Okay, what are we doing? Okay, news. Catch us up, Marcus. Oh, wait. Hold on. I saw a movie. Yeah. I, I, I have some personal news. I saw a movie. Yes. Your own news. Yeah, I saw a movie. Imagine that. 
Uh, it's a movie I texted you about after I saw it. Say, hey, I accidentally I accidentally saw a movie starring, or I should say co-starring, or I guess I should say brief cameoing, uh, my, uh, Mick Foley and Jake the Snake Roberts. It's a movie with both of those people in it. And what's this movie called? It's called The Peanut Butter Falcon. The 2019 release... Directed by Tyler Nielsen and Michael Schwartz, starring Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, John Hawks, Bruce Stern, Zach Gotskin, John Bernthal, and Thomas Hayden Church. I just read the cast list for my MDB. Um, <laughs> it's good, all right? Marcus, you should, you should see this movie. Yeah, I, I know absolutely nothing about it. Uh, it just seems like it just appeared, and that's what some people are seeing. Yeah. I, I had not heard of it until this weekend, probably. Yeah, so get it on your radar. I think you'll enjoy it for sure, because one of the lead characters in the movie is a wrestling fan. So much so that ah. yeah, that that's that that's what drives the plots. They um, get on a boat and basically uh, go to this wrestling academy. Uh, what? Yeah, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. I don't want to get into too specific details, or should I? Okay, let me sell. Let me sell this some more. Okay, since I have your attention, Marcus, and since apparently I'm blowing your mind that this is actually the plot features wrestling very heavily. A, a movie about wrestling came out, and I did not know about it. I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah, and you are you are setting me right. I'm setting you right. Um, so Zach Gotskin plays Zach. Uh, he is, in real life, an actor who has Down Syndrome. And in the movie, he plays a 22-year-old who has Down Syndrome. And he escapes from uh, his nursing facility, where he is uh, unhappy. Because uh, he has no family, and he wants to get out of there and go to this wrestling academy. Uh, led up by Thomas Hayden Church's wrestling character. Um... And oh, the fun that occurs in his journey to get there. He meets up with Shia LaBeouf. He runs into uh, other characters along the the Southern Plains. Not Southern Plains. <laughs> they're on the East Coast. I think they're in South Carolina. Anyway, it, it's, it's a fun movie. All right? It's uplifting. It's one of those, hey, you leave with a smile on your face. And it has a lot of wrestling. Because he is obsessed with wrestling. Zach is. Uh, and... Yeah, uh, in the end, yes, you'll see some, at least two wrestling uh, legends cameoing in this movie. So there you go. That's my re- that's, that, that's my wrestling recommendation of the week. The uh, peanut, that's exciting. The Peanut Butter Falcon. There you go. You, uh, how would you say it stacks up to the other big wrestling movie of the year? Oh, uh, uh, fighting with my family. Well, fighting with my family about a young child who goes to <laughs> pursue her dreams of wrestling. My. That is my number one wrestling film of the year. Peanut Butter Falcon is number two. So there you All go. Right. There you go. So, yeah, Fighting With My Family still number one. Florence Pugh, guys, she's incredible. I mean, I just saw her again uh, in Midsummer. I saw the director's cut this past weekend. Um, that has nothing to do with wrestling. There's no wrestling in there. But the connection is Florence Pugh plays, who is it, Paige in mm-hmm. Fighting With My Family. Now on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital. So seek that movie out, folks. Maybe we should do a commentary on that movie. Marcus. Hey, you know what? That'd be fun. Or any wrestling movie. What? What's, yeah. the, what's the one wrestling movie you'd like to do a commentary for? 
I've thought about this a lot recently. Not not the commentary part, but I've been like thinking like, are there that many wrestling movies? Because I can only think of like two. No, I can there, think of. there are a handful. There's that one with David Arquette uh, from the '90s, where I, he, where they 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 cross promoted it on WCW because like it plays a part in that movie. I forget what the what the movie's called. I don't know. Um. Because like David Arquette was the WCW heavyweight champion, right? Because of that movie. Um, then there's Beyond the Mat. That's the documentary. There, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. There's the wrestler. I've seen that one. Those are the two. All right. So those two. So the so the David Arquette one that has a name I cannot remember. Those two. That's three. Fighting with our family and the peanut butter falcon. That's a good five right there. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure there are others. I'm not gonna look it up, folks. You know, screw that. Um, I although I just wrote the cast list for Peter Butter Falcon. Anyway, I'm sure we could come up with a good list and and like maybe do like a like a breakdown of the of these of these wrestling movies because hey, I'm sure there are plenty more. Speaking of talking more about things, Marcus, news. Yes. You, what's what's the what's the breaking news? That that just occurred today because you messaged me. All right. I was yes. in, I was in I was in another movie, another movie that has nothing to do with wrestling. I, I was watching The Matrix again in a theater, and I missed out on this news. So I have no idea what you're going to bring to me. I have no idea what's on the table. You're this is breaking news, folks. Right. Uh, as of this recording, I'm sure. So, everybody, I'm sure everybody knows this by now. But all right, here we go, Marcus. Yes. Within as of this recording, it only happened within the last three hours or so. Oh my god. So, <clears throat> so all elite wrestling, AEW did their had a, had an event over the weekend on Saturday, uh, all out, and at that event, uh, Chris Jericho won the AEW World. Uh, championship. He was the first ever person to hold that brand new belt, right? Right. And then uh, today or yesterday, <clears throat> uh, Chris Jericho went out to celebrate, and he took a limousine to Longhorn Steakhouse, and he left his championship belt in that limousine, and the championship belt got stolen from the limousine. Wait, is this part of the the? Is this real or what? This, this is a real thing that happened. It's a real thing that happened. Okay. Yes. Wait, wait, Chris wait, wait, Jericho. Wait. Let, let, I, I'm even more confused. So, is it real or is it wrestling real? No, this is a real thing that happened. I am sure they will turn it wrestling real. Okay. By okay. making it a wrestler who stole it. Okay. But a real thing that happened. There's a real police report and everything. Chris Jericho took a limousine to Longhorn Steakhouse and got drunk, and his uh, championship belt was stolen out of the limousine. Well, that's hilarious. Wow. It is (laughs) truly hilarious. Uh, That's it? That's the news? (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty big news. Okay. That's just a a funny thing that happened along the way. It's a very funny thing that happened. (laughs) I I wouldn't say that. I would have thought, like, maybe... They signed up a new wrestler at AEW, or WWE was floating up a brand or like a wrestler died or something. Not Chris Jericho lost a belt at a Texas Longhorn Steakhouse. It is the top championship at a brand new company. 
Chris, you're <laughs> leaves oh, it in limo and well, loses it. It's it's silly. It's silly news. But I'm glad you brought this to the table, Marcus. We can all laugh at uh, how what what a great start for AEW. Did did you see that pay per view all out? I did not. I watched the free pre show that they had on YouTube, but I did not actually see the the actual event. Gotcha. Unfortunately, it's still one of those. Hey, you gotta go to like bleacherreport.com and yeah, it's, sign it's all up. Confusing and cost fifty dollars. I'm like, hey, am I really gonna do that? Nah, nah. We're already shelling out like what ten bucks a month for WWE <laughs> Network, and we're getting right. quality pay per view entertainment. Um, like next or this month's Clash of Champions. Did I get that right? That's right. Yeah, Clash of Champions. So, what do we know about Clash of Champions, Marcus? First right. off, uh, when is it? When is it? <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> I always <laughs> ask this to me. Uh, I did write down the date this time, but now I have to find it. It's September fifteenth. Okay, September fifteenth. Can't can't get me this time. So in about two weeks. Um, and all right. So what do we know? Who is on the card, as they say? All right. So I want to clear something up first. Uh, last episode, uh, you asked me if Clash of Champions had some specific gimmick to it. I told you that it did, that, it, that it did not. Yeah. You, and turns out I was wrong. Your exact words were. Marcelo, you stupid, goddamn idiot. None of the fucking moron. These pay per views, they have nothing to do with gimmicks. They just do whatever they want. Uh, yeah, that's. Go back and listen to that episode, folks, where Marcus just shames me for being stupid and I don't know what I'm talking about. But actually, well, hey, you're hey, you're wrong. So what's what's the gimmick here for Clash of Champions? Looks like I have egg on my face. There is a gimmick on this pay per view. Oh hell! And the gimmick is that every WWE title is to be defended on this night. That's it. Yep. Okay. It's, so not well, every not every pay per view every title gets in. You would think that they do, but they have a, a crap load of titles, so it just right. doesn't happen. Marcus, name yep. them all. Here you go. Go ahead. <laughs> name oh, wait. every title. Wait, wait, no. Seriously, here you go. I, I think uh, I could do this. No, no, here, here. Uh, why don't I name the name the easy ones, okay? And then, then yeah. you fill in the blanks, okay? So, yeah. I know there's a tag team championship. There is a um, women's tag team championship. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there like a Raw and a SmackDown tag team championship? Like two different ones? Correct. Okay. Both. Wait, so there's so there's four tag team championships. Two men's, two women's. Sure. Okay, that's a no, lot. Uh, women's only have one. Set. Okay, all right. So they have. Oh, so that's three. Okay, so then you have women's championship. That's four. You have. You still have the intercontinental championship, right? You betcha. Okay, that's five. Um, let's let's get the two big ones out of the way. The uh, I forget the exact names, but the WWE, the Raw one and the SmackDown one. Okay. Uh huh. All right, so that's seven. Um, wait, can I name more? There's obviously more. Um, what about that twenty four seven thing? That's yeah. still, that's still going on, right? One. That's eight. That, that one get a swift slip by you. Yeah. Press, you got that one. Um, they don't have the European Championship anymore, do they? No. No. Okay. Um, but what's a what's across the pond from Europe? Oh. What? Across the pond from Europe? <laughs> what? 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 I, what? Ireland? That was another. 
another country that you might be intimately familiar with as that you live there. American? What? America? North American? Say the whole title of the country that you live in. The United States Champion? There you go. Stop there. United States Championship. There you go. Wait, so I thought I had already named the two top No, you ones. didn't say that one. Okay, wait. Well, so where are the two That's top? That's not a top one. Okay. What? What? So there's just one. Just that... one. Just called United States Champion. That's stupid. Yeah, that, that's like the Raw brand has the Intercontinental, or no, the oh, SmackDown okay. brand has the Intercontinental Championship. The Raw brand has the United States Championship. Okay. Okay. And well, that's like the second tier brand. All right. So those are eight. All right, Marcus, name the rest because I give up. Okay. So you did not say the Universal Championship. You said like you didn't know the name. Right. All right. So I schooled you there. <laughs> uh, you mentioned uh, one women's championship there are actually two there's one for raw and smackdown okay uh and in terms of the main roster you actually did get them all okay that's the only, that's the only one you missed is like there's two women's championships all right but uh you go down to other places there is the 205 live championship they only have one there is the NXT Championship, the NXT Women's Championship, the NXT Tag Team Championship, and the United and the North American Championship down there in NXT. And then NXT UK has the NXT UK oh Championship, the NXT UK Women's Championship, the NXT Tag Team, NXT UK Tag Team Championship. I believe that is every single one. Congratulations, um, Marcus. I'm impressed and also tired. <laughs> Now Thank I you so much. we'll talk about it more when we talk about NXT UK takeover colon Cardiff, um, but yeah, I, I had no idea that there was an NXT UK like like portion. Like I had I, yeah. I had heard about it, but I didn't know it was like its own thing with its own championships. But right, yeah, sneaky, sneaky. I see. Uh oh, okay. So what? That's like about like nine or ten belts all being defended. At Clash of Champions. Right, yeah. Only the main roster ones are going to be there. Okay, okay. Main roster. Now, right. who do we know is on the card right now? So, for the Universal Championship, you got uh, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. And those two are also the Raw Tag Team Champions at this point together. And so do, they are defending their Raw Tag Team Championships. Wait, quick. How, do, how, how did that work? What's going on there? Uh, yeah, those two got randomly paired together to fight the OC, and somehow they won, and now they are the Raw Tag Team Champions. Interesting. And uh, so that's like a little tension between those two. You know, that's most of the storyline right now. So that's going to be an awkward tag team uh, championship right. uh, match with those two on the same side. Uh, okay, who else? What else? Uh, WWE Championship, that is a rematch. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Right. Rematch from SummerSlam, the match that got DQ'd for dumb reasons. Yeah. Uh, on the women's side, you've got uh, Becky Lynch versus uh, Sasha Banks, I believe. Uh-huh. I'm actually not 100% sure if that one's been announced, but... Uh, that's probably what's going to happen because Sasha Banks just recently came back and she turned heel and after a few months away and big moment, big cool moment. Yeah, I saw and gifts. Then you got the, I saw gifts of that from last right? night. Yeah. Now she has blue hair and she's a different person. She's mean. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Bailey 
SmackDown Women's Champion, uh, defending against Charlotte Flair. And Bailey also turned heel last night. And so that's two heels versus each other. That's interesting. That's Doesn't interesting. happen very often. Yeah, yeah. And I should say, we talked about this in the last pay-per-view. Um, it was interesting to see some of the crowd react negatively to... It's Haley, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bailey. Bailey. God damn it. See, I'm learning all these names from across universes. There's WWE universe. There's a Lord of the Rings universe. I'm getting all confused. Um, yeah, it was interesting to see because, like, I thought, yeah, I thought she was, she was she was a popular person, but no, I, I my my initial thought is like maybe they're like going to lean into well, they are leaning into the heel thing, so they're like, oh, people don't like her. Well, we'll see how far that gets her. Just and. Uh... You know what? She turned heel last night and then just at the very end of the episode. And then today she came out on SmackDown to open the episode to like the largest amount of crowd of uh, the lo- the uh, what am I trying to say? The loudest crowd I've ever heard chanting for Bailey. So people like her again now that she's a bad guy. OK, in- cool. in- interesting. All right. Uh, is that all we know? Nope. There's uh more. Uh, intercon- uh, no, United States Championship. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is the current holder, and he will be fighting The Miz. And uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, uh, the team of Fire and Desire. They uh, just, like just on TV like 10 minutes ago, they just beat... Alexa and Nikki, and now they're going to be challenging for the actual titles. And also, just in news, just in Roman Reigns versus Rowan, that is not a ta- championship, but that is a storyline that has been going. Uh, Rowan has attempt has repeatedly attempted murder on Roman Reigns, <laughs> and now Roman is going to get his revenge. Attempted murder. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he almost hit him with a car, and he pushed a bunch of scaffolding on him. I wish that was the case in real life. If somebody were to try to murder me, my initial thought would be, we're going to find a wrestling match. Okay, We're going to step into that squared circle. Marcus, I'm going to, if, if you try to murder me, if you come at me with a knife, yeah, I'm going to say, buddy, you drop that knife, get in the ring. Here we go. Meet me back here on this specific date in front of a crowd <laughs> of 15,000 yes. people that we will fight. We will fight, obviously. And uh, clearly, it'll all be, you know, swept under the, under the rug, you know, uh, bridge over water, um, mm-hmm. you know, as, as soon as the match ends. You know, no more murders, you know, no, no more attempted murders. Just the, the match will decide how things go. All right. And... and- what? And one more okay. 205 Live Championship. That's Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carrillo. All right. We currently don't have time to go into 205. Nope. Nope. Because nope. um, uh, that, that's, that's going to open up a can of worms. As I have a can of worms to open right now mm. with NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. There we go. All right. So we recorded a lost episode where we talked about uh, NXT TakeOver 25, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's gone. Um uh, but it's now gone forever. Hey, we have this. It's it's the latest NXT takeover, but this one's a UK version. So okay. 
NXT, of course, is is a brand under the WWE. It has all these newcomers, fresh talent, uh, you know, getting all set up for the. Well, hopefully, they want to go to to the WWE, right? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I knew about NXT obviously because I had to watch that thing and I enjoyed it. I didn't have to watch it. I enjoyed it. You know, the NXT Takeover Twenty Five. Now, what I didn't know is, like I mentioned earlier, there's NXT UK. Marcus, explain this to me. Why did why did I know this was a thing until now? <clears throat> so probably the reason is because it is basically brand new. The show has only existed since uh, October of last year. It's not even a full year old. And uh, hasn't really made that many waves. There you go. So that's why I don't know about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's this isn't so okay. So NXT is not so NXT and, and ugh, what do I even start? NXT is not the same as NXT UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the NXT Takeover Twenty Five show I saw back like two months ago now. All those people, you don't see them cross over to NXT UK, right? No, no, not really. Uh, they, the NXT, um, the UK championship has existed for a little over two years now. Uh And that used to be defended on regular NXT, but then they built like a whole brand around it. Interesting. So do all the NXT UK people just stay in the UK? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Like most of them, they don't very often, uh, like share rosters, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So yeah, because it's interesting because like it's 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 now its own little world because like it just I thought NXT felt different from WWE now I think and NXT UK feels different from both mm-hmm. NXT and WWE yeah it uh, definitely does yeah okay so let's jump into it and this is I I, I for those who listened to the last episode all, all the way through congratulations uh, I promise not to make it this I promise not to make this episode that long okay. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Um, so it's not going to be a two-hour show. Well, that's going to be pretty easy because I got to tell you, I don't, I do not follow this story, these storylines. I know next to nothing about these people. Yeah. So there's not going to be much interjection from me about explaining. You no, know? no, uh, you miss, you misunderstood. It's, it's not going to be two hours. It's going to be three hours because I want you to explain. <laughs> you want it to be longer. Every <laughs> Yes, exactly. I, w- I want you to explain every single storyline because I'm sure you did all the research and you know exactly who is who and why they're fighting. Sure. And, yes. and uh, every every win, every loss each wrestler has. Each wrestler has ever has, had. Has ever had. Yes. In even pre-WWE. All right. I'm kidding. No, let's make this sh- shorter than the last episode because yes i mean of course i have no idea and marcus you have some idea but you, it, it's not at the level not 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 even worth mentioning that it's it's not it's not much of an idea yeah i've seen some of these people before that's about all i can say <laughs> okay let's let's start with this thing where let's do we start, start? At, the let's start at the beginning let's start right at the beginning all right who so who is it the first match Travis Banks versus Noam Dar. I know Noam Dar a tiny amount because he was on the last NXT UK takeover. There's only been, this is the second one they've ever done. Right. And uh, he's also been in like 205 Live a little bit. But that's basically all I know him. And uh, 
What'd you think of this? Because I, I have, I've tried to introduce you. I've stealthily been trying to introduce you to as many different forms of wrestling as I can. We've covered WWE. We've covered NXT. Sometime we'll get to Japan and Mexico. But this is your first exposure to European wrestling. What'd you think? Um, yeah, like I said before, it has a different vibe, mostly mm-hmm. from the crowd. Uh, yes. I mean, their chants are much different. Their chants are much more aggressive and more colorful than American crowds. I mean, you can tell. I mean, you know, was, if you if you turn the video off and just listen to the audio, you, you'd, you'd swear you'd be you'd be right. You swear you'd be listening to like a soccer match because it's that well timed and mm-hmm. yeah, it's like they all got together and said we're chanting this at this point. Yeah, they all have their perfect chants and like even like songs, they're all able to break out into song at the same time. It's kind of incredible, actually. Incredible, yeah. But this match, I mean, it was a good start. Um, I, I like the energy of it. Of course, I had no idea who was fighting, but um. It, it got me into it. Yeah, because like, this is the one that had the moon salt guy, or what was his name? It was on his pants. Mooney McMoon Moon or something. Really? Um, <laughs> I swear, this match has... I would believe you. I, why? I have no, okay. I have no idea. Why, why don't I just fucking turn on the pay-per-view right now on my TV and watch it as, as we talk? Anyway. But okay. And I also mentioned this. I saw this pay-per-view like at 3 a.m. last night. Oh, <laughs> really? Because I, I couldn't go to bed. Well, I, I could go to bed, but I couldn't fall asleep um so i was like well i because I, I had just seen the nightingale um so i came home like at one i was shooken up by the nightingale for the i don't want to even talk about it because it, it, it fucked me up so i couldn't fall asleep and also i had like a two-hour nap in the middle of the day so of course i'm like okay this is the perfect time to watch wrestling at like 1 a.m so i stayed yeah. up until like 3 a.m watching most of this um so yes, my memory's a little spotty with this first match, but I do remember, like I said, there has to be oh why is that on? Should be muted. Uh I know I know this one started out with like two guys with like similar um pants. <laughs> what do you call them? <laughs> Bottoms. Um but uh I I know yeah, like like we were saying, they have specific chants for each wrestler. And they were saying something about like, uh, go go get a moon moon dog. <laughs> That's not his name, but uh, anyway, yeah, I I I remember that from this match um, already. The these these wrestlers have their in jokes with the crowd, and you know they have their own fans. So yeah, it's a good start, Marcus. What, what did you think about this first one? I thought it was pretty good. You know, kind of a. Like with, with with European crowds, it's like they are usually this rowdy and excitable, and like so you don't have to put on much for the first match because they're going to be excited no matter what. And uh, but yeah, even still, like they did put a good match on. It was really good. Uh, I thought Dar was doing some kind of interesting things, like. Travis kept trying to climb the ropes to get ahead. And like every time he would, Dar would like cut out his legs and that happened like over and over and over. I felt, and I thought that was like interesting heel stuff. Uh, oh, see, okay. I'm, so. I'm watching it now. So no, I was wrong. I was like saying his, his tight said moon something. No, it's a supernova. So supernova. I was, I was close. I was close. Those are both like, Astrology terms. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, so there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm, I'm rewatching it now. 
No, yeah, like right away, the crowd is super into it because they're doing that thing where it's like, okay, I'm gonna one up you, and we're gonna keep one upping each other until the crowd like really gets into it. So, right, yeah, already. Uh, and I wanted to point out that one of the people on commentary, I don't remember who. Uh, they had the pretty great line, uh, imitation is the greatest form of flattening. <laughs> that is. Thank you. That's Thank funny. you. That's funny. Now, what what do you know about the commentators? I mean, obviously, from what, <sighs> from, from what I know, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, um, isn't like maybe, I'm guessing it's Triple H at this point, Triple H feeding the commentators lines to say. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure how that works in NXT. I know, like, main roster, like, they do have Vince McMahon directly in their ear or whoever telling them, say this, say this, keep talking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how that works exactly in NXT. And the only name I can think of off the top of my head is Nigel McGuinness. And I do like him a lot. He's the, like, really British one. Right. On on there. And, uh... Wasn't the other guy American? You said really British. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, What was his name? Uh, Maybe two. There's two Americans and a British guy, because they usually do three person commentary teams. Oh, this this one was a was a two commentator one. Was it? Here it is. Uh, Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic Joseph is good too, but yeah. Uh, yeah, Nigel. I like Nigel. I had no problems with either commentator. Um, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, first match good, uh, and it was. N- Nam Dar, who defeated Travis Banks. Yeah. This match was 13 minutes, 55 seconds. Alright, next one. <laughs> this one, I want to talk about because... Yes. We have to talk about it. We, we have to talk about every single one. But this one, I did not know what a Cesar was. Um, but I'm guessing he's a big deal. Uh, Marcus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. He's, um... Yeah, you... you I'm trying to think of what you've seen. I'm certain that you've seen him before because he is normally on uh, Raw, uh, Superstar. Yeah. And they just brought him in to do this special match for the UK. And uh, Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he looked familiar. I'm, I was definitely like, I've seen him before. Maybe in like a Royal Rumble <clears> or <throat> like a, a tag team match or something. I don't know. But, but yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I recognize like him. Yeah. People like Cesaro because he's like really hard hitting and these, those uppercuts and he's really fun and funny on, uh, on the mic. And yeah. Uh, and he was fighting leg, legar. Well, who I, 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 Ilja, I, Isla, Isla Fisher, Ilja Dragunov, 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 a Russian guy with like red contacts on. Um, yeah, did it, did his eyes bug you as much as they did me? No, not, like not really. I thought they were. I don't know. I, I was really fixated on them, and they grossed me out. Can I say what I was fixated on and what bothered me? Mm-hmm. His um, his his outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like really small tights. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. And anybody who's interested, I'm sure it's up on Google for on a fetish site or something. But. Um, yeah, it's 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 it was something weird was going on there. I and I, I couldn't keep my eyes off of it in a in, in a really bad way. It's like why why what's going on down there? And I and his I, I have literally never seen this guy before, and it it, it 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 seemed like he was like a new thing, right? Yeah, he might have been. Yeah. I guess 
But yeah, he was a red guy with like red red tights, red eyes, and from Russia. That's his gimmick, and he looked unhinged. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it was a it was a fine match because it has again those turns that I like, especially with Cesaro. That everybody's like, oh, Cesaro's going to easily wipe the floor with this guy. But then uh, Dragunov comes, you know, back and says, hey, I'm not done yet, and uh, get some good turns. So. Yeah. Had that forty-second uh, swing. Yeah, the, that was really fun. I've never seen Cesaro do that for that long. How, how long does he normally do it for? Because okay, so uh, it, the, the the swing is he grabs his opponent by the legs and just swings and swings him around the mat. Yeah, it just kind of does it for a while, but never that long. Yeah, you know? yeah, maybe like ten seconds, twenty seconds, not like forty, forty mm-hmm. spins. I'm, I'm watching it now. He's spinning him. Yeah, it's a, it's it's impressive. He's just gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, I like this match. Uh, Cesaro is a... I was going to say cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. I like him. I like his wrestling style. And yeah, I, like I said, this Dragunov guy was a good opponent. Of course he lost. I mean, how is he... How is he, gonna, he, he was never going to win against Cesaro, right? You can't beat a man like Cesaro. Nobody no, no, could. Nobody could, yeah. Because isn't Cesaro like eight feet tall? Like 500 pounds? So, yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> something close to that? Okay. So that's Cesaro versus Dragunov. Uh, any more comments on this one? Nope. No? Okay, we can move No, on. The, the little moment after the match, I thought that was pretty fun. Oh, that's right. Uh, where, yeah, Cesaro was, like, in the corner gearing up to, like, slam him again or something, and he ended up just running up to him and giving him a handshake or something. Is that like a is that like a signature move of Cesaro, of like coming in uh, after the match is done and like spearing or whatever? No, it's not, but no. it's something that happens pretty often in wrestling in general. That, uh, you know, you keep beating down your opponent, especially if you're a heel like Cesaro is. Okay. Oh, so, so Cesaro's a heel. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he is. But the crowd loves him. You can't, you can't, how could you not love him? Look at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at him right now. He's very cute, right? No, nah, I wouldn't say cute. I mean, he's he's got a thing. <laughs> he's got a thing. He's got this like charisma to him. Yeah, it's very charismatic and cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can keep saying cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like the the drug enough with the red eyes and the tight shorts. I mean, look at him. Why don't you? Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, next match. The triple threat tag team match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, these, I'm, you're going to have to take the lead here with, like, who's who and what's what. Because right. there's, there's six guys running around. I don't know who's who and what's what. So... There was the team of the grizzled, the grizzled young veterans. Now, who they are they? Were the, they were the tag t- title holders, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Okay. Versus the team of Gallus, which is Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. Who, wait, and then okay. verse what? Okay, who who are they? What, uh, what do they look like? Uh, they were probably the bigger, stronger guys. I, I okay, okay, the okay. bigger guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, there was Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. The ones that ended up uh, winning. Yes, the guys in the green and white uh, pants. I got it. Okay. I've I've oriented myself in this now. Uh, But yeah, uh, the the guys who won, I I already forgot their names, they do some impressive stuff. uh, Mm -hmm. Flipping off of the turn 
belts, turn belts, <laughs> turnbuckles, <laughs> uh, down onto opponents, and yeah, they're doing the flips. I like the flips. Lots of flips, lots of stuff happening. There's like there's multiple things happening at once in a match like this, where you got yeah. six different or three different teams, six different people. Uh, oh, one one little thing I noticed, and I'm sure it has to be a UK thing, is that uh, they have like little tassels in the corners of the turntables. Turntables, fuck, uh, the turnbuckles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the uh, the the uh, tag team members who weren't tagged in had to hold on right, to the yeah. tassels. That. Like, what is that? Okay, is, that, that is a thing, and that is a thing in regular WWE too. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's just not. It's not very showcased that often. People don't do it all the time, but uh, theoretically, that is what you're supposed to do to be to be legal to be tagged in. I think I've seen so much wrestling as a youth, and I've never seen that. This yeah, is- that was that was a thing that I noticed. Like. I had already been watching wrestling for a year, and then I finally noticed that. I'm like, what the hell are these? <laughs> he asked my friend who actually knew. And he's like, oh, yeah, those were always there. Okay, so maybe, you know, maybe I have an answer for this. Maybe it's because I watched old WWF, you know, from 1998 uh-huh. through 2001 or something. Uh-huh. I watched it on shitty standard definition, and I couldn't see the crystal clear, the crystal clear detail of them holding on to tassels. Uh, and they're in their corners. So maybe I need to go back, uh, watch the remastered <laughs> editions of all these old uh-huh. pay-per-views with tag team championship matches yeah. and find the tassels. It, it feels like an old timey thing that they've just held on to for whatever reason. That's how yeah. it feels. And maybe I, yeah, maybe I just never noticed. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's a fun, that's a fun little wrestling fact for you guys. And we're all about found fun facts here on the show. Uh, we give at least 50 fun facts. Uh, Every episode about yeah. Kevin James. About Kevin James. <laughs> it's a reference to something we've done a long time ago. All right. <clears throat> what else about this match? Uh, it's just really, really, really kind of like a really crazy one. Like stuff's happening all the time. Everybody's doing big moves. Uh, never really a dull moment here. I thought it was really, really, really fun. And I thought the, uh, the finale was really cool. And the, the 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 way that uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster were uh, celebrated after they won, they were the first ever uh, champions, first ever WWE champions from Wales. That's kind of a cool thing. There you go. They were yeah. celebrated like heroes after they won. Because you said Cardiff is in Wales. Cardiff is in is in fact in Wales, um, and that's a, I think this is the match I found out that that was the case. <laughs> yeah, it's, I I actually did not know that still, and that's that adds another cool layer to it that they won in their home home uh, place. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> the Marcus I, I, I honestly don't know either. Their province, <laughs> their yeah, their uh, cityhood. I don't know. Anyway, we got to yes. bone up on our geography. No, that's what we, we don't. So we got to we got to bone up on wrestling. Um, we gotta keep just forcing wrestling into our veins. <laughs> Screw everything else. Forget. I mean, I've already forgotten most of the, most of the movie facts I've had in my brain. Right. I, I'm pushing them out for you know uh, uh, Cardiff facts. Yes. Citizen who? What? Citizen Jane? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster defeated those other guys. 
good for them. Good for them. You know, had a had a great day. Those two guys had. All right, moving on to the next one. Joe Coffee defeated Dave Mastiff. Well, it's yeah. versus. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it right away, but yes. Uh, yes, Mr. in the last man standing Mr. match. Mr. Coffee defeated Mastiff. Now this one, okay, so it's one big dude, uh, as is the case with a lot of these matches. There's always, there always seems to be like a big dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it, a, is, it a, is it something I've never noticed before in wrestling? Or is it just this UK uh, wrestling, where it's just a big, barrel-chested son of a bitch fighting smaller, <laughs> pale sons of bitches? Like it must be a UK say, thing. No, definitely not. That's absolutely a thing that's been around for a long time. <laughs> that's definitely a thing that is a staple with no, especially but, WWE wrestling. But I think in this particular pay per view, they really went for it. The 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 little scrawny dudes. That I, that is that was a theme throughout the night. Yeah, yeah, you can say that Cesaro and Ilya and uh, yeah, yeah. So they Dave go. and Joe and. Uh, the main event, which we shall not mention until we're there. Exactly. No, no, no. Uh, but yes, I think that, yeah, you're right. The theme of the night was tiny, pale English dudes fighting bigger, uh, hairier. I think you're having a weird memory of Joe Coffey. He is not a tiny dude. <laughs> Wait, He's not as big as Dave Mastiff, but he is certainly a, a tiny three foot tall. <laughs> he looks like, a, <laughs> he looks like an ant compared to Dave Mastiff. But he is a pretty big dude. So I mean, it was crazy that Dave Mastiff picked him up and threw him 20 feet right. <laughs> over, the, over the barricades. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, my, my memory is spotty here. Because, but, but, yeah. I'm, I, okay, I'm, I'm rewatching it now. Mastiff is a pretty big guy. But you're right. I mean, Coffee's, I think, taller than him. <laughs> yeah, he's taller than him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was totally wrong. Just Mastiff is just fatter. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but the match begins... Like not even like two minutes into yeah, the match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mastiff tosses coffee into the corner and destroys the turnbuckles. Um, yeah. The entire top rope system just falls off. Just falls off. How often have you seen that happen in wrestling? Martin? I've never seen that. I've really? seen. Uh, yeah. Like I know that it has happened in the past, where like the big guy slams into the ring and then the whole thing busts, but. In my uh, in my personal time watching it, I've been waiting for a moment like that, and it has not happened until this pay per view. Wow! So how how did yeah. you feel when it happened? I felt like my life was complete. <laughs> <laughs> then the hair gunshot, bam, done. Yep. I just um, had to record this podcast, <laughs> and then I'm off <laughs> off the mor- off the mortal coil. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. I was I was surprised they did it so early because okay I. I may have questioned your no, not questioned. I may have been um, like flabbergasted by your comments saying you've never seen it before. Because okay, I've seen the ring being torn apart, but like yeah, it, right. doesn't, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen every so often back in like the late nineties. Uh, the, the ring being torn apart, I've seen, but in this specific way where it, like okay, breaks. the turnbuckles. Yeah, so okay, yeah. maybe maybe I've seen that specific thing maybe two or three times. So right. yeah, it's 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 rare that it happens. Uh, but no, I, was, I was surprised that it happened like so early. You'd think they'd save it for you know, <clears throat> later in the match, but they uh, yeah. It to me, uh, I don't know. I'm sure it was 100 percent planned. Yeah, and the the way it happened to me though, it's like it looked like 
maybe this was supposed to happen, but it didn't happen at the right time. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's that's kind of what I was aiming at. It's like maybe they... it's just like a regular Irish whip into the turnbuckle, and it just happened. Yeah, it felt a little odd. They're like, whoops! Like some guy might get fired for like pulling the the right. uh, the, <clears throat> the thing too early or something. I don't know. Anyway, but that started the match. I I even though I thought maybe it wasn't at the right place, maybe they should should have saved it for later. Even so, it was this match was still pretty damn good. So yeah, it was really fun. This was like the the uh, really big spectacle of the night. The tear things apart and beat each other with cricket bats and chains and stuff. Toss was, each other into tables. And- yeah, it's just just two big guys. One slightly larger than the other <laughs> going at it again i mean i, I <laughs> maybe it's because i was remembering the the final match of the night because that for sure is what i'm saying it's like a, a little er guy that that was the gimmick a tiny guy tiny super small like nine-year-old guy fighting like a massive 600 <laughs> pound uh-huh. man like that's that, i guess that was in my mind thinking about this match but no um, one that slight- does happen later, though. <laughs> but again, we will not talk about it until we get there. Anyway, but yes, my favorite part in this match, and it had, had a lot of good moments. Favorite part, and I'm going to ask you this once I'm done talking. My favorite part, so my favorite part, is when the two grabbed chairs and ran towards each other and slammed uh, each other with a chair simultaneously. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that was quite fun. That was cool. That was cool. I don't see that done too often. What was your favorite part of the match, Marcus? Uh, the turnbuckle thing, even okay. though it kind of happened out of nowhere, it was just—it's still it really was like a big deal for me to see something like that. Okay, that's awesome. Because, just, because just checked it off my my list. There you go. Well, what else is on your list? What else haven't you seen in wrestling that you've watched? Uh, you haven't seen anybody eat glass. No, I haven't seen anybody eat glass. I haven't seen. I haven't seen too many terrible, like, really, like, really insanely bloody death matches. I've seen a few, but not, not that many. I could see more. Now, since we last talked, uh, I can't remember if it was an episode or two ago, but uh, did the, the WWE was saying, hey, we're not going to be as family-friendly right. anymore. Mm-hmm. From what you've seen uh, on Raw and SmackDown since that, like, has it... Has it changed further? Is it have you seen uh, more, more blood, no, more swearing? Not no? really. Oh. Not really. No. It, it, maybe that was a bit of a a bit of a just a, a thing that they said to be like, yeah, we're changing, right? Yeah. So and they're not actually going to do it. Oh, uh, I see. Well, that's disappointing. Big bummer, right? Big bummer. I I I, I would have wanted to see more blood. Unlike, I know. I just I like seeing these guys bleed. Yeah, you just want to see people bleed. That's all I want. That's all you want. And we saw. Do we see some blood in this in this match? A little, tiny bit. Mm, no, I don't know. I don't no, know. No. I'm not. I'm not that I remember. This is a pretty bloodless night, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. There's like maybe one scratch, I think, later on. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was going nuts over it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll we'll talk about it coming up. Okay, but then this ends. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. This is a typical way to end these kinds of matches. Uh, these two massive guys. Well, one is more massive than the other. Um, these two guys climbing up a tall thing and falling off, and that's what happens. 
and then one of them gets back up and oh that yeah that's that how do you feel about that the ending because that's that it was interesting weird right yeah i don't know why the ref kept counting it felt like a thing like if you put your hands on the other person you have to stop counting because then that's well well, technically yeah i mean yeah let's let's, let's, he didn't put his hands on him but he still attacked him let's let's have a play-by-play of what happened because even the even the crowd was not into it i don't right so yes, after their fall off the top of the high thing into the table, they're getting up. They're using like uh, I don't know, what, what do we call them like uh, big sturdy cases with wheels. <laughs> yeah, um, like probably to use to like lug around the equipment or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So they're both they they each had their own wheelie thing, and they're all, uh, the referee was on nine because his last man standing. If you can't get up by ten, you lose. And Mr. Coffee knocked over uh, Mr. What's it? I already forgot his name. Carter? Mr. Mastiff. Mr. Mastiff. Mr. Big 500 pound guy. <laughs> knocked. He kicked his uh, roly thing, Mastiff's roly thing, and Mastiff fell over and hit the 10, and that was mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you, you, I think you have a point, Marcus. He, I mean, yeah. there's no connection. He did, I mean, but Coffee still kicked. You know. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a little iffy. And, a little, uh, iffy, a little iffy. If I were if I were that ref, I wouldn't have made that call. Yeah, and again, the crowd also I don't think was totally into that um, decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, so that's that match again. Impressive. This is good. I mean, yeah, I mean, so far the yeah, paper. So far, view, we're what are we at? Four for four. Yeah, they're solid. These are solid matches. Yeah, and now we go to who is it? Uh, NXT UK Women's Champion Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray, and uh, this was—I uh, say this was the big bummer of the night, probably. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest and say I kind of zoned out during this one. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I like Tony Storm. I've seen her have some pretty good matches and stuff like the. Uh, the May Young Classic, which she uh, did win. That's something we should talk about sometime, Marcel. Yeah. Uh, like a women's tournament that WWE does every now and then. Uh, write, um, write that down for future episode. <clears throat> uh, this, I'll tell you this about this match. It ended, I think, rather abruptly. Yeah, it yeah, definitely did. Which was weird. Was <laughs> might have been a case of, like, let's just end this early, because for whatever, whatever reason, I don't know. Um yeah, so it was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, it yeah. definitely was, and I wouldn't say that the match that they were even having up to that point was all that good in itself. In itself, yeah, it was just it was just like whatever, and it's a shame that I think Tony's reign kind of got ended in this kind of a bummer way. Yeah, um, but yeah, even the crowd was like, "What? What?" <clears throat> um, yeah, they weren't into the the finale, and once it was over. <laughs> there are a few British guys standing up just going, what? Like, arms in the air? Like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Bummer. That's all we can say about this one. Bummer. All right. So do you want to go to the bummer. main event? This one was not a bummer. This was your NXT UK uh, World Heavyweight Champion or whatever. Walter versus Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate versus yeah. Walter. 
Now, this match... Okay, I, I, I like Wikipedia because it gives you the, the, the lengths of each. Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, how, how long was this exactly? Uh, just, just for comparison, so, so far before the main event, the longest match was the triple threat um, tag team match. That was at 20 minutes. The shortest match of the night was the women's championship at 9.50. And this match is by far the longest match. It looks like it's over twice the length of the lo- of the second longest match. This is 42 minutes. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. 42 minutes. Uh this was this so this is the match I keep referencing in my mind uh, of a tiny guy finding a bigger uh yep, guy. This 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 was a big mountain of a man going after a little a little pea. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the gimmick. I keep saying gimmick because that's that's all I can say. That's the that's that that, that that's a storyline here, right? I mean, this this little guy, uh, he's, he's like, a little, little guy. Yeah, he's a little guy. Uh, good old Tyler Bate, right? That's his name. Yeah, Tyler Bate. He's uh he's the Hulk Hogan versus the Andre the Giant. Uh, that's that's the feeling yep. I got from this match. Yep. Yeah. He's. And although he is a little guy, he is known as the big strong boy. The big, and uh, <laughs> I was confused as, as to why they were calling him that. Like, yeah, that's just his nickname. Doesn't seem like the best nickname, big strong oh, boy. It's really funny. It's it's just cute. It's funny. Maybe it's a UK thing. Um, it's 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 le- it's less like a insult over there because uh, they like their big strong boys. He's a big strong boy. <sighs> okay, so the big the big guy. Oh, I already forgot his name. I keep, I keep, I'm looking at this information on my phone, and my phone goes to the home screen, like, after 30 seconds, and I should change that setting. It's pissing me off. Walter. Right? That's his name, Walter. Yeah. What's his deal? He, his, his thing is that he's the biggest, strongest boy. (laughs) <laughs> is that is that his name? Is that his name? <laughs> no, no, like it's a, not. the biggest strongest boy. <laughs> but in a way, he is. Uh, he's this big fucking badass guy. He um, he uh, defeated. Okay, so I told you that NXT UK Championship has existed for like two something two years or so. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over two years. And one man uh, named Pete Dunn, who was not on this card, unfortunately, he is a great wrestler, but he held that title. He beat Tyler Bate to win that title for the first time ever, and he ended up holding that title for 800 and something days. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and he lost it finally to this guy, Walter, who cannot be defeated. He is just too strong, too tough, too big. Oh, he is undefeated, right? I believe so, yeah. I think the, the commentators mentioned that. So, undefeated. Can he ever be defeated? Was he defeated at the end of this match, Marcus? Uh, possibly his spirit, but in the record books, he did win. He did win. So he remains undefeated. Yeah. But man, this, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This, I thought this was like, just perfect. Like this was like, like you said, it was 42 minutes and it was a pretty slow match, I would say, but like, uh, it just had so many awesome, like, points built into it and the really cool thing is like the audience never let them down like they let them have a slower match but they were still cheering 
and that's something that's kind of lost in a lot of American wrestling. Like, like in I've seen some longer matches here in the U.S., and for the most part, the crowd they're pretty quiet for about 20 or 30 minutes. And then yeah. finally they get into it when they realize like, Holy shit, these guys have been fighting for 20 or 30 minutes <laughs> and they're still doing it. And they're, they're, like, and, they all, they all simultaneously look at their watches in the audience and say, like, Oh wait, they're resting for how long? What's this is 20 or 30 minutes. I told, and, I, uh, I, I told my wife to get the car running, but I, I mean, <laughs> still match is still going on. Anyway, continue. I this. might run out of gas. Uh, so the, <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, this was a slow match and like the crowd was really into it the whole time, really helped it a lot. And I think it, I think the match largely succeeded based on how much of a big, strong boy Tyler Bate is Uh because like there were so many of these awesome points, especially late into the match where it was like, how the hell could this little guy still have all this strength able to lift this big beast Walter on his on his shoulders and slam him over and over again. It was just like, it, it was impressive to begin with, but then it just keeps getting more and more and more impressive. The more it happens and it happens for 42 minutes. And like every time it happened, the crowd got louder and, and like, there were so many points in there where I was like, Holy shit, this guy's actually going to do it. He's going to beat Walter. And I don't know. I was just really, I was like really on the edge of my seat watching. And I thought it was just so, so exciting. And a really great example of a long match, which is something you haven't really been exposed to yet. No, um, I looked at the um, at the time uh, when this yep. was, when 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 this when the match when they're like, "Hey, here's the main event." I looked at the timer and I was like, "Wait a second, how much longer is this pay per view? There's like an hour left." And yeah, I was excited. <laughs> yeah, I because I do like the longer matches. I do like experiencing something. Over a long period of time mm-hmm. and having it build, yeah. you know, it's, I think you don't get shortchanged um, with longer matches usually because like, like you're saying, there comes a point <clears throat> in a match when it's long and they're both really good at what they're doing. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the opponents, the contenders, what do you want to call them? The wrestlers that the, that the audience gets into it. And especially at the end of this match, they got so into it that I didn't know much about the storyline here, um, but I knew enough, you know, the crowd's reactions and like the big, the big small boy or whatever he's called, <laughs> like all this stuff, and I was invested in it uh, highly. So yeah, um, you get, I think you get a better story with a longer match if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the story being told here of like. Of like this guy, this this little guy's perseverance in the face of this, like his refusal to give up and his his cunning and uh, his will is is very very good. Yes, but there, yeah, like you're saying, there were a lot of moments where he, the tiny guy picked up the big guy and the crowd went wild. Again, it's aching back to Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just imagine that, um, like. Happening a few more times of Hulk Hogan picking up by Andre the Giant and slamming him down like three or four times, <laughs> but it's, it's still exciting, still good. They don't, they don't, um, they don't overdo it. Um, I think the only part for me, okay, the ending of this, um, okay, 
Yeah, they. I, I, I am. I assume they did like the finishing moves to each other, and they they kicked out right. Like that's yeah. that's what's yeah. going on. Um, then what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Big tall boy does one clothesline to the little boy. Yeah, manages to get a three count. So that was a bit. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure uh, if that is Walter's actual finishing move or not. I would assume line? it has. Yeah, yeah. Some people have weird finishing moves because, like, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, that that could be his thing. It's the it's the Austrian clothesline or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I don't it, know. Uh, maybe that. Maybe you're right. Uh, I'm gonna assume that's the case then. That his close his finishing maneuver. One of his finishing maneuvers is a clothesline, <laughs> which every, every wrestler yeah. does in every single match. <laughs> yeah, it, it does feel weird, but it's just like, oh, what are you going to do? That's his thing. Yeah, but no, but the audience, it was they were still into it by the end. Yeah, and of course they gave a standing ovation to these two big boys, uh, one big in shape and the other big in spirit. So <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> But yes, I enjoyed this. What what else can we say about this match, Marcus? Um, I feel like I've said everything I wanted to say about it. I just thought it was really good. Yeah, really, it was really good. Just just excellent. Like one of my, uh, we talked about what my favorite match of the year is on our last episode. Remind our lot our lost episode. Oh, the lost episode. Uh, yeah, we we talked about uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, okay. I thought that was really a beautiful thing. That was AEW, uh, that right, uh, yes. the first pay-per-view, right? Right, yes. Okay. And I don't think this dethrones that, but I think it's a pretty easy number two. And I, I loved it all the same. Awesome. Wow. So we just, or I mean, we just talked about your second favorite match of the year so far. Wow. You betcha. You're going to come up with a top ten, aren't you? At the Should end we do year? that for, for our December episode? Yeah. Well... I guess we'll have to watch the no wait no so Marcus you have to tell me the exact yeah. date of the WWE pay per view in December. It is December fifteenth. Oh, how'd you know that? I actually do know it because <laughs> oh. it is because we talked about it a little. Oh, that's last right. Time. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's a tables, ladders, and chairs, and it is going to be in Minnesota, which is technically within driving distance of me. We'll 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 see how that goes. There you go. Okay, so we'll do that one, and then. Uh, a week or two after that one, we'll do an episode to close off we'll, the year. Yes, we'll have our look back at the year in wrestling. What did Marcus like? What did Marcelo uh, like? Yeah, because at that point, yes, I, I, because th- like, wait, wait, when when was the Royal Rumble? Was it in January of this past yeah. year? Yeah, wow, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so December marks like eleven months, almost a full year of me watching wrestling. So mm-hmm. wow, imagine that. Uh, okay, so look forward to that, folks. We're currently in September, so that's four months away. <clears throat> All right, so I think that's it. Okay, so overall, I'm pulling out the scale, Marcus. Uh, right. Your patented, marking the marks with Marcello and Marcus, or Marcus and sure. Marcello. Sure. The patented, marking the marks, <clears throat> Marcus <throat> scale of wrestling. Yes, yes. Um, where would you rank this on your scale? All right, so I told you off mic that I listened to our last two episodes of our show just today. Uh, first off, I gave a pretty dang dope to 
Extreme Rules, and I gave a totally rad to SummerSlam. I need to amend both of those. Oh, here we go. I think Extreme Rules was a pretty sweet. It's not bad. It was a three. Okay, and, three out of five. Uh, yes, and I think SummerSlam, it's going on the pretty dang dope. Because when you're faced with a just a show like this that I thought was like five really good matches and one match that was uh, kind of a bummer, but it was only nine minutes long. Who cares? I think, I think, how could you get any better than that? <laughs> this one's going to be uh, totally rad, and it may be amended in the future when I realize <laughs> I'm stupid. But for now, it's going right there at the top. For me, I'll rate this a pretty dang dope. Um, because I am very much like me rating movies. Sure. I really am going to give out a perfect score. Sure. Uh, and yeah, you're, you're afraid to go that far. Exactly. You, you can't, I want to look like a fool in the future. <laughs> <laughs> like some people who automatically call something totally rad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm this exact same way with movies too. I have like way too many five star reviews on Letterboxd. Really? You know, <laughs> yes, I, 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 I've seen plenty of movies this past year in September. Yeah. I would, I would give one movie a five out of five, uh, oh. and that's it so far. Um, I, how, how many five out of fives would you give of this year? Have you given okay. this year? Yeah, of this year, what have I given? Let's look at my list. Five out of five. Hold up. Oh, as as you pull it up, five. Let me say this for this show, the marking the marks official ranking. Um, it's a five out of five scale, a five point scale, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, and it goes. From the bottom up, the lowest is stank. After that, a little groovy. After that, pretty sweet. And then pretty dang dope. And then totally <sighs> rad. This is so embarrassing. All right, so, <laughs> I want to rename it. I want to. I want to rename it, but I am too lazy. <laughs> well, this scale? No. This, yeah. this, this is our official scale now. So, how many five star movies so, yeah, are there in twenty? Nineteen, according to Mark. In this list, I've seen I've seen sixteen new movies this year. Okay, a pitifully small number, but that's all I've seen. That's all. What What can I do? Watch more movies? Hell no, it's impossible. So, I've seen sixteen movies. I would say, uh, let's say fifteen of those are five. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> No, you're, you're uh, Spider-Man. I didn't love so much. That's four and a half. But the rest of them, <laughs> no. I would, I would genuinely, I would give two of them five stars. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. Two, yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, Let I, me guess what your five-star movie is. Um, I've I've shared that list of mine for the last like, it's been my number one since I saw it back in January. You so, saw it in January. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what what is my my five star movie? Okay, so we saw this in January. <laughs> you don't know? Pe- okay. Peanut Butter Falcon was only just yesterday, so it can't be that. No. Mm. Wow, you're going to really guess, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know? Uh, what did you see in January? <laughs> All right, let me open up the letterbox. Here we go. This is, this is now an episode of Hey, What You Watching? Uh, <laughs> without Matt Curry on. That's always, that's always been my goal. I wanted to turn this <laughs> into turn that show. Into I like that show so much more than this one. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to pull up. Now we're in the Hey What You're Watching segment of Marking the Marks where we look up what we watched in January. 
um, specifically. <laughs> no other months, just January. Um, no, Marcus. Okay, so here's my here's. I'm just gonna tell you what my, what my five out of five is. It's a little movie called One Cut of the Dead. Oh yes, you've talked about this. So I've much. been talking about it. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> I've been talking about it nonstop since I saw it back in January. Weirdo zombie movie that nobody's ever heard of. That's yes, your favorite movie ever it's, made. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. I I may be overhyping it, but no, I believe you. I believe you, man. Um, but also, you, you, I loved a zombie movie that I know you thought was overrated and didn't like very much. Wait, and so which, which one? What a really famous zombie movie from the last two or three years. Oh, uh, Train to Busan. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't. And, I wasn't a fan. I know, and that's. Uh, I'm wondering if that might be a situation here where no, it's okay. going to be with the reverse. Uh, well, okay. There's zombies in it. It's a direct one-to-one correlation. <laughs> I, I Okay. This has all of a sudden become a platform for me to hype up One Cut of the Dead, which I love. Um, I love the platform. I love the movie. I will set. I will start a timer. You have uh, 16 minutes. All right. That's, good. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need. Yeah. Exactly. 16 minutes. So One Cut of the Dead, it premiered at festivals like maybe two years ago now. It's been trying to find distribution. Um, I've been told by people uh, to watch it and and come in cold. uh, And I go, okay, okay. Uh, But I I didn't have the chance to because it was, of course, like, you know, uh, there's no home for it. Nobody knew when it was going to come out. And then last December, One Cut of the Dead, like – leaked on Amazon Prime. Mm. People thought it was released officially, but no, it was a leak. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch it then uh, because One Cut of the Dead, if you can see it in a theater, and Shudder, I think, just announced, because Shudder eventually did pick that movie up. It was without a home for for the longest time. But thankfully, Shudder, the horror streaming service, picks it up. They're releasing it this year, and they're giving it a theatrical run in September. Look, Look it up. Uh, on Shutter, go to onecutofthedead.com or something. I don't know what, exactly what it is. Um, I, re- I recommend anybody who has the opportunity to see this in a theater, see it in a theater. Okay? But it'll be on Shutter soon enough, maybe the next month or two. Um, and yes, it's a zombie movie, but it's much more than that. That's all I'll say. That was 16 minutes, right? right? Uh, one minute and 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That was really a minute and 20 seconds. So it's your favorite movie of the year, and you can't even talk about it for more than a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, that, that's what I'm known for. I, <laughs> I manage my words well. Yeah. Okay. So that was our One Cut of the Dead podcast. Marcus, thank you. <clears throat> right. Uh, <laughs> right. Wrestling. What a what a gas! Yeah, uh, so what fun. what else? Is, what, what's what's going on in SmackDown right now? I'm sure you have that on in the background. Uh, SmackDown's over, actually. Oh really? But uh, uh, yeah, we had the King of the Ring tournament, and it looks like uh, Elias beat Ali to advance, and uh, Chad Gable beat uh, uh, who do you fight? Uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable fought. Uh, we're going to see him in just one second. He's going to show up. I'm rewinding. He's going to show up here just any second now. I just hear the TiVo bloops. Bloop, bloop, he must bloop, be bloop. here. He must be here. Chad Gable, there he is. What are you doing? Who are you walking away from? Who'd you beat? Andrade. Yes. Well, uh, Chad Gable beat Andrade. Where are they? Yeah, the semifinals? 
Yeah, the, so yeah, so the semifinals right now are uh, Elias versus Chad Gable, and uh, that's the SmackDown side, and on the Raw side, it is uh, uh, Ricochet. It's a triple threat, because like there was some fucky finish where uh, the where the uh, where uh, like Samoa Joe and Ricochet pinned each other at the same time, so now they both get to advance to the semifinals, where they will be in a triple threat against Baron Corbin. There you go. And so we'll... one of those five men, two of those five men, will be fighting in a few weeks at Clash of Champions. Yes, where the finals match of King of the Ring will yes. occur. Uh, looking forward to that. And again, what date is that? September fifteenth. September fifteenth. Uh, about two weeks away. Yeah. Uh, Mark. Well, less than two weeks away now. God damn. This month, this, this month is going by fast. Yeah, Marcus. yeah. It's just time, man. It just time, goes, you know. Uh, time, as as keeps, one poet has said yeah. in the past, time keeps on slipping, slipping, yeah. slipping into the future. Yeah. Time keeps on. Okay, that's enough. And how how can you argue with that? How can I argue with that, Marcus? Thanks again for yes. being my co-host on this. Yes. Uh, by the way, I'm not going to let this go unsaid because if I was listening to a podcast, it would annoy the hell out of me. Uh, my two five-star movies are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Glass. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> why, why Why? did I ask you a follow-up to that? I, do yeah. I? I don't know. I'm just a bad, just a bad co-host. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, okay. So... Um, <laughs> No, you, you know why? It's because you immediately yeah. asked me what my one five yeah, star is. And yeah, and then you started thinking, and now you got one cut of the dead on your brain. Yeah, and then I, I you know you know what I love about one cut of the dead? What's that? It's not just a zombie movie. It's more than a zombie movie. <laughs> oh, my God. That is intriguing, man. i got to seek that out. I mean, you have got to go to... Slap that on the DVD. Uh, Marcelo Pico, Talk From Society. It's more than a zombie movie. That's it. Dot dot dot. It's an experience. It's an experience. You have no it's just idea. Experience. Experience. Ex- to the extreme. Yeah. To the max. To the max. Okay. So that's our show. I forget if we do plugs. I mean, where? What's your Twitter account? Okay. Yes. Uh, you can follow us at uh, this podcast. You can follow at marking the marks <clears throat> on uh, on uh, Twitter. M-A-R-C-S is how Marx is spelled the first uh, market. I can explain <laughs> this in a better way. M-A-R-K-I-N-G, the M-A-R-C-S. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you can follow this guy right here, two thumbs straight to me. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, you can follow me at MarcusIrving317 on Twitter. You can email us at tfswrestling at gmail.com. Uh, please email. We're, we're <laughs> just waiting for any to come in. I was I was going to say maybe we should open up the mailbag. Let's, yeah, we could. Let's yeah. let's open up the mailbag. Uh, uh, Marcus, read to us. Pick pick one letter randomly. Pick one email sure. out of the Twitter DMs, Twitter mentions, the Gmail sure. uh, accounts. Pick one email, one message, and read it. Let's let's, let's give a shout out to a listener. Looks like uh, we've got an email here from Google. Awesome. Uh, he says, uh, Marcus, you're not using the latest Google apps. <laughs> and there's a couple of links to 
apps he would like me to use. Oh. I'll try to check those out later. Thank you, Google, for reaching out. Uh, we love our listeners. We love our friends. We love the support. <laughs> we love the support. Uh, we Please. love it. All right. So, yes, follow Marking the Marks on Twitter. First, uh, Marking the Marks with a K, then with a C. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to make it snappy, too. Uh, follow Talk From Society, patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. All right, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you next time for Clash hey, of... No, and I plugged my personal Twitter. We have to plug Marcelo, Jack Lantern, Pico. <laughs> As of That's... this recording, it's early September. Way uh, way too early, maybe for some, for October. So you have to you have to go to at Marcelo J. Pico as well you have to follow him too if you're gonna follow me you have to follow him <laughs> is that a threat if you have to follow him you have to follow me <laughs> yep all right marcus well i hope not to see you in the squared circle please don't attempt to murder me <laughs> and let's end this with our signature catchphrase here we go we say this every 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 day when we get up in the morning we look in the mirror and we scream this in our face we say this. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, hey, go watch. Hey, go watch wrestling. wrestling. And please, please listen, listen to my podcast. To my podcast. <laughs> Marking the marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Marcus and Marcelo. On I love Talk you. From Society. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.